Hello and welcome to the latest HSBC's Eventing News. I'm Sam Lloyd and each month we'll bring you all the stories and personalities from the world of three-day eventing. Coming up in this month's programme. A Briton takes the edge at Gatcom. He uh, hasn't really been out for a bit. He's had odd injuries the last few years and so to come out and go like he did today is incredible. A German emerges as the star in Poland. He really is a beautiful horseman and for those that hadn't seen much of him, it was quite a revelation watching him riding. While another Briton will be going for glory at Burley. Ollie Townend, he's lying first in the classics at the moment. He's entered at Burley. I think he'll be giving us a real good run for our money. But first, the final two HSBC FEI World Cup qualifiers took place in two different corners of the globe, the United Kingdom and Canada. At the Whitsend Horse Trials in Mansfield, Ontario, riders had to endure dramatic weather conditions. The final day began with torrential rain and thunderstorms, but by the afternoon it was extreme heat and sunshine, with Bruce Davidson Jr. taking a superb win on My Boy Bobby. Meanwhile, at the Festival of British Eventing, the competition was fierce, but it was Ruth Edge who retained the title she won last year, but this time it was with her horse two-time. It was a great win considering she was suffering with broken ribs after a fall at Lumulin, an injury then exacerbated by a fall on the flat at Gatcombe the day before. I uh, can't quite believe it. It hasn't quite sunk in. To win again, uh, this is the third time I've won, but I came here as a defending champion, if you like, and uh, I know there were a few horses that didn't run cross-country, but it was an incredibly large field with having the World Cup qualifier, and uh, I just just couldn't be more delighted with the horse two time he uh, hasn't really been out for a bit he's had odd injuries the last few years and so to come out and go like he did today is incredible he did a wonderful test this morning and he had to do everything all on one day having been here since Thursday and he jumped a lovely clear round and uh, he knows his way around here and which way the course goes so uh, he uh, he just was brilliant cross country and uh, I had a lovely time a worthy winner and a fitting conclusion to a thrilling weekend at Gatcombe despite poor weather at the beginning of the week. Here's event director Tim Henson. I think uh, my favourite expression uh, uh, during the beginning of the week is it's going to be a bit sporty. What I mean by sporty is it's not just about sport, it's about can we manage to do this, can we get it on with the rain, with the mud, uh, with the lorries, with the competitors, with the people. Someone got lucky somewhere because the sun came at just the right time. We've had fantastic going, fantastic sport and uh, one of the best catcoms I can ever remember. Words echoed by course designer Mark Phillips. I think we've had the best international field here that we've had for a long time. It was great to see so many French here, so many Irish here and then Germans and, and Belgians and Italians. We had a, people who actually shipped across the water to come here. Um, that was wonderful to see that and um, you know, we were very happy to host them here and hope they enjoyed their time. Was Ruth Edge a deserving winner of the British Open Championships? Well, she won it by six points. Now, that, um, you know, in this sport, six points is a long way. That's, um, you know, that's like in tennis, winning in straight sets. I mean, she, she did it and deserved to do it, and uh, good luck to her. A lot of the riders I've spoken to speak very highly of Gatcombe. What would you say makes it so special? I have a special team. 
responsible for creating the atmosphere that is Gatcom, and hopefully it's a happy one that people feel welcome. And then the Princess Royal's home here is, um, you know, that, that the valley and the and the viewing is spectacular for those people that don't want to spend their time in the trade fair, <laughs> spending money and want to watch the horses. Uh, to sit on the bank there in in the sun and be able to see ten or twelve fences is something special and a little bit unique to Gatcom. So after nine qualifiers around the globe, the spotlight was on Poland as the venue for the 2009 HSBC FEI World Cup final. And it was the first time the final had taken place in Eastern Europe. With riders from all over the world competing, it was always going to be a fiercely contested event. But it was Michael Jung who confirmed his status as a rising star in the world of eventing when he rode superbly on La Biesthetique Sam to become the first German to take the win. Here's equestrian journalist Kate Green. He is this season's talking point, really. He, he, he's really the coming rider. Um, he was actually a young rider European champion in 2003, and he's now 27 and he's got this fantastic horse, um, La Biesta Tech Sam who he's got this wonderful relationship with and he really is a beautiful horseman and for those that hadn't seen much of him it was quite a revelation watching him riding he was fastest across country and he was easily the most fluent rider through what was a very testing cross country course, it took quite a few people by surprise it was a big course and because it was in a small area it was there were a lot of twists and turns and he, he has a magic relationship with this horse and he was so fluent and his was easily the class round of the day and then he show jumped clear so he put the pressure on the cross-country leader Frank Ostholt who who just had the one fence down but he lost Frank lost by just 0.6 for penalties that just shows how tense it was at the end. Michael Jung must have been absolutely euphoric with that win to beat as you said top class riders like Sir Mark Todd it's a, a phenomenal achievement isn't it? Yes I think he was absolutely thrilled I mean he said he'd come with quite a bit of confidence because he won Le Moulin his first four star event back in June at his first att- attempt and he's won a couple of other big internationals on this horse this year but he said you know the horse can be very spooky in an atmosphere and so and I think he really felt nervous because he wanted to do the horse justice he knows what a great horse it is so um, yes he was absolutely thrilled and quite surprised I think to have won in in such company so he was thrilled. So a fitting winner and a hugely successful conclusion to what has been a superb series as David Holmes the FEI's executive director of sport explains. To me what it really demonstrated is that Germany has really been working on on its game for eventing and just to have a number of German riders up so high particularly after the cross country in the in the medal zone, let's call it, um, was uh, was phenomenal, phenomenally good for the sport, and it really um, demonstrates to those countries, particularly Great Britain, who've been very strong in the past, that they've really got to keep upping their game all the time and, and trying to move the bar higher. The, the review that we have at the end of this year, actually, we're having it at, at Burley um, about what's gone well and maybe things that could have been improved upon this year. We're going to reflect then for next year about any changes that we can make to the structure. To, to see if we can actually have a, a better result and, and in particular that it's going to be um, better for the development of the sport because that, that really is what the World Cup is about. The World Cup is about um, trying to in- increase the universality of eventing.
Meanwhile, we return to the HSBC FEI Classics as the Land Rover Burley Horse Trials take place at the start of September. And Rachel Ferguson was given the opportunity to talk to Captain Mark Phillips about the cross-country course. Mark, the countdown's begun just a couple of weeks until Burley. What have we got to look forward to in terms of the cross-country course? Well, it's different. <laughs> you know, we try and make it a little, little different every year. And... Um, uh, I think this is really quite different uh, this year. Um, you know, I felt particularly in the wet last year, the the course was hard enough um, because the rain always sort of makes it you know, that, that much that much more difficult. Um, so I've tried to be very fair, but um, it's not it's not pony club. It's it's um, it's a real burly and a real four star track, and um, I think I'll have the attention of the boys and girls. So you said the course is different. In what way? We try and change it a bit um, every year, um, partly um, so there's something different for the spectators to see, uh, partly you know, some fences um, reach their sell-by date, and also to ring the changes a bit for the riders, because um, when the riders see a question for the first time, they tend to respect it more than if they've seen it for three or four years running, and um, there's some very new questions there, and... Um, I think I'll sort of very much have their attention. Um, I just hope and pray it rides well. Are there any particularly tough or challenging fences or combinations? Well, Burley's got some really traditional um, features. Uh, the first sort of big one is the leaf pit, and um, that looks as terrifying as ever as you drop off the, off the edge of the precipice there. Then Discovery Valley um, is different this year, but um, riders have really got to be on their metal there if they, um, to, to get through that. And then the trout hatchery is a big feature this year for, for, for Land Rover. Um, you know, the Maltings looks like a really big fence. Um, and then um, the Rolex fences before capabilities cutting. Um, that type of um, combination hasn't been seen before. The, the, the dairy farm, um, that's very different too. And, and um, you know, they've got all the different angles there and, and the ground running away. Um, That'll have people's attention, and when they come back across capabilities cutting, um, uh, th that's new, and um, you know, there's a big fence on the, on the way out. And finally, when they get into the arena, uh, the Land Rover fences in the arena are, um, if you go the quick way, it's, it's very squeaky, and it'll be, um, you know, that's the place where you've got to decide whether you're going to um, you know, take a bit of a gamble and have a go for it, or, or play it safe. We've said you've had a walk around the course this morning. We've had typically mixed British weather. Uh, what's the ground like? Well, actually, um, it, it's good to firm at the moment. Um, you know, if we don't get some more rain in this next sort of uh, 10 days, uh, I think we'll get the irrigation out and start um, pumping water on the course because uh, this weather's perfect for um, all the trade stands and the grandstands and things going in and uh, all the infrastructure. But for the horses, um, we need a little rain, either artificially out of the lake or, or out of the sky. It's also a very busy time for event director Liz Inman and her team, but preparations began a long time ago. We had a very wet year last year and we spent many months putting the ground right. It looks fantastic now, but it really is all systems go now, very, very busy. There's a fair amount of stress in the office, but everyone's still smiling. Things are working very well at the moment. I'm normally in the park at about 7 o'clock in the morning, have a quick run round, check the contractors, and go back to the office and start again there. We do have such a great team behind you. What does it mean to have the likes of Captain Mark Phillips behind you and course designing here? Oh, it's very, very reassuring. I mean, he has to be one of the best course designers in the world. He's ridden, he's a team trainer, he really understands course building. So it's, it's great to have Mark on sides. 
Well, the Land Rover Burley Horse Trials is a four-star event and one of the HSBC FEI classics. Just what does that mean? It's going to be very exciting this year because Ollie Townend, he's lying first in the classics at the moment. He's entered at Burley. I think he'll be giving us a real good run for our money. So, no, it's, it's great news and HSBC are fantastic supporters. They really are. It's been a lovely addition to our event. And Burley is only one of two four-star events in the country? Yes, together with badminton and one of five in the world, uh, occasionally six, depending whether Adelaide and the Australia gets a sponsor. But yes, we're one of five four-star events in the world and two in the UK. Well, Liz, how do you evolve the event year after year and keep it on the map? Well, I think the good thing about Burley is we've got a very traditional crowd and although we must keep fine-tuning, it doesn't actually need anything. I always say it's evolution, not revolution, actually. And if you just keep fine-tuning what you've got, there's enough naturally occurring problems every year to keep dealing with those without actually trying to look outside the box too much. But no, I think we have a very successful formula at Burley. There's always something new that's going on, whether it's new classes in the rings or developing the trade stand area or a new type of competition. So it's just enough to keep it fresh and attract people to the event. And Liz, we're here in such beautiful surroundings. Oh, Burley Park is absolutely magical. Burley House is a fairy tale backdrop. It's lovely surroundings. I've ridden here since I was a child and know the park like the back of my hand. We're very, very fortunate. I don't think there's anywhere better in the country. And no doubt we're in store for a thrilling event, with Oliver Townend hoping to extend his lead in the HSBC FEI Classics. And we will, of course, have all the action from Burley in our September programme. That's it for now, but until the next time, goodbye.